Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. We hope you sit back, lie back, stand back, relax, and listen. We're going to have a calm conversation about hopefully mundane conversations so that you can just drift off. Thank you for listening to the Insomnia Project. Tell your friends and family and anyone you know who needs something to help them drift off to sleep. I'm your host, Marco Timpano. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but this is the first time I'm having this dear friend of mine who I've known for multiple decades, Natasha Boomer. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Hello, Marco. Natasha, thank you for coming. Oh, thanks for asking. It's so nice to have you in the studio. And uh, I didn't even discuss what topic we're going to talk about because we've known each other for so many years. We could talk about anything and it would make people fall asleep. Okay. Let's talk about Salem, Massachusetts. Salem, Massachusetts. We were there this time-ish Was it this time-ish? I was there for a wedding, mm-hmm. and you were there with your sister just for fun. Just for fun. And it just so happened that the two places kind of, we just knew we were going to be in the same place at the same time. So we're they like, intersected. let's meet up. And we had fun. Yeah. I think it's always fun when you take Toronto-based friends or any friends. From well, a specific location. From a specific location. Because we have listeners all over the world. All around the world. Yes. Uh, so you take people from, like, you know of somebody from a specific place, and then you just meet up in another place, and it bonds you even more. Like, if we weren't already bonded, because of Salem, Massachusetts, and Boston, uh-huh. we are now more bonded. We are. Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Massachusetts. Is that how you say it? don't know. Okay. I say bagel, bagel. Okay. So... I had a friend who said bagel for yeah, bagel. bagel. That's how you say it. That's how I say it. Okay. People often bother me about it. Or uh, creative, I've gotten to the habit of saying creative. Oh, wow. I don't know how that happened. But that's what you do. Creative. Or here's another one I do. Uh, it just happened out of a joke. Okay. And now I can't help but often say relationship, relationship. Okay. And I don't know why. I say bouse. I'm on the bouse. I say that to my wife just to... Does that mean toilet? <laughs> no, bus. Oh, bus. When I'm on the bus, I say I'm on the bouse. I'm on the bouse. And it all comes from stems from a joke that we played on a friend. So we were working on a cruise ship, and yeah. there was people from all over the world, and there was a dancer from England, and he was very young, so this was his first um, job, let's say. Yeah. Dancer and on a boat. That's where you go to get experience, on the boat. Sure. Sure, right? And he was lovely. And this was a fun joke. And so myself and Derek Shipman, who's a very funny improviser and actor, we were sitting, having a coffee or a drink and talking to him, right? And I said to him, "Um, 
I was like, uh, well, I took the mouse here. And I just said it like that, right? And I knew Derek would play along. He goes, and, and our friend, I can't remember his name, so clearly he's not so much of a friend anymore. But he We'll was call a, him Bill. Bill turns to me and says, a mouse? A mouse? What's a mouse? And I'm like, a mouse. It's the thing, if you don't have a car, you hop on and you pay, and it takes you from place to place. And thankfully, Derek had my back. And he was like, yeah, a mouse. Like, haven't, when you went to school, didn't you go in a yellow school mouse? And uh, Bill's like, no, a mouse. We call it a bus. We're like, a bus. And I'm like, okay, so then what do you call the little gray thing that lives in your house and eats cheese and you put traps out for it. And he's like, a mouse. I go, you call it a mouse? We call it a mus. <laughs> so we were, play- we were playing this, this joke of words, right, with this guy. And he believed it. And then Derek and I just laughed so much. And then we, clearly, we told him we don't call it that. But he thought in Canada the U.S. you call a mu- mouse a mus, a mus and a bus a mouse. I love it. So there you go. That's the thing when you hang out with improvisers. You literally can have any conversation and just commit hard yes and and yeah. go. I, our listeners have heard us talk so much about improv because so many of my friends are improvisers, improvisers that they're like, uh, is this a sleep cast or is it an improv cast? Yeah, no doubt. You enjoy chips. I love chips. Talk to me about so chips. Much. Okay, so it's when we problem. talk about... It's my curse. It's your curse and your blessing, would you say? Mm, I don't... Well... May my love for chips can never be called a blessing. Okay. Because it's so because there are so many calories in a chip. Okay. And they can do so much damage to your liver. Okay. Let's not talk about damage because people are trying to chill. People are trying to fall asleep. Yeah, and they don't want to get riled up. Wait, I thought you said I could talk about anything. Yeah, we'll talk about chips, but not the bad aspect of chips. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about what. Do you like banana chips? No. Do you like so you like a traditional potato I chip? I just like a banana. Yeah, I just like a chip. But I'm really lately into lentil chips. So those aren't bad for you. Mm, they are when you eat the whole bag. Okay, so all right, fair <laughs> um, enough. But why I like them Tell me. is because you can eat a whole bag, and they're only 500 calories. Mm-hmm. So you can go out and do a walk, a walk. You can go do a walk. <laughs> Where do you like to walk? Oh, I walk. Uh, I have a very. I have a ninety-minute walk, and then I can turn it into a two and a half-hour walk. I like finding ravines. Okay. And I love houses. I like going late at night at dusk. Oh, beautiful! And walking. I walk right now. I walk up past Casa Loma. This is in Toronto. This is in Toronto, and I walk down through the ravine, and I walk across Saint Clair in Toronto. But I like the back streets. So that I can look into people's houses and just see what they're doing. Wonderful. Are you watching? T- a lot of people watching TV, but I like it when people are sitting on the porch. I always will say hi to someone sitting on a porch. That's country. You can't take the country out of the boomer. Okay. That's my last name. And because um, you grew up in the country, I right? grew up in the country. Everybody says hello to everybody. You grew up on a farm, right? I grew up on a farm. What kind of farm was it? Or it was so my stepdad was a cattle farmer. Oh, wow. And then uh, he was like a real rancher. His entire ranch burnt down. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I know, it was very sad. Um, and he, this was before I knew him. Okay. Then he met my mom when I was 11. And so he still had the horses mm-hmm. left over from the limousine cattle. And that was like, that's higher grade than 
Angus. Okay, so limousine cattle is the name of this type of cattle? Yeah, so like there's Angus and there's all the other cuts. Right. And so limousine, what made limousine cattle so um, good and tasty was it was it was a sixth generation herd. Okay. So you keep generating and it gets better and better and better. Anyway, he lost his whole everything. He did bring limousine cattle to Ontario. Okay. And um, so he had the horses. Uh, and they, we bought a farm. He was our real estate agent. Um, and so, so your mom bought a farm just mom for bought a farm. fun and he happened to be the real estate agent. He, yeah, he was the real estate agent for selling our house. Okay. My mom moved in with her sister. We bought this huge farmhouse, had a barn and he's like, well, instead of, and then they were romantically involved. Sure. And so it was decided that he would bring his horses he only had three. Okay. He would bring his horses to stay on our farm. And these weren't limousine horses. These were regular horses. These were, we had a quarter horse and um, uh, two, maybe two quarter horses. But the one was. What is a quarter horse? Yeah, don't ask me because okay. it's been so long. A uh, quarter horse is a breed. Okay, thank it's you. A, it's a type of breed. And we had like a mixed Arabian horse. Oh, wow. But her in her day, he would make money putting her pictures in calendars so photographers would come take her picture and then um she was a beautiful what was her name uh benita oh wow benita and anna and then we had fancy but i called fancy baby because i thought fancy was a dumbass name okay fair enough and baby was better in your baby was better well because baby was like a dog okay and so she play fetch you would throw a ball and she would go get it and Sorry, bring it back to you. That's my coffee cup hitting the, the arm of the mic. And um, what was your dog's name? We only had one dog. We had a couple dogs on the farm, but they belonged to my uncle and okay. aunt. Uh, and we had Molly, Gabe. Oh, I had a dog named Luther. Okay. But my mom gave him away one day. Oh, I'm sorry. And then we had another dog named Buddy. And Buddy and Luther, when they got together... They would um, create havoc. They would go like in the morning you'd want to go to work and they would just run out into the mud field and come back completely dirty. Okay. And my mom's like, I can't put that in the house. Fair enough. Now let me ask you this. Back to the horses, back to the cattle. Back to the horses. So your uh, mom's partner at the time said, let's bring in some horses to your new farm. Mm Mm-hmm. Did cows then come soon after? No, there was no more cows. He butchered them all, Okay, sold them, and we had three, maybe eight-foot freezers in the barn. Okay. Just filled with meat. Oh, great. And Jim would do trades. Or my mom- Like a barter? Yeah, like people would need something, and he'd be like, go out and get a rump roast. Right. Uh, Or like often my mom would be like, well, go to the barn and get- a pack of meat, like hamburger meat. I ne- I never bought hamburger. We never bought hamburger meat from a... I did not know... I only would see it red in the grocery store. Right. It was always brown. So I always thought our meat was bad. My mom was like, nope, this is the way meat is supposed to be. Sure. Like, uh, so it was... Um, I don't know. I was... I'm a vegetarian now. Sure. But like growing up, man, I ate a lot of meat and we would do like there was a pig farmer down the road so he would trade us cuts so we would often be in the barn trading whatever pig and 
We yeah. had a lot of like pig roast on Sunday night. Sure. Not the killing of the pig, but you get like a roast. Because right. one of my favorite memories with my mother, this is so bad. This shows you uh, just eating the crackling off the top. Oh, delicious. Of a pig. Yeah. yeah. That's why when people tell me that they eat meat, I'm not too hard on them because sure. I remember how good it tastes. <laughs> okay. Fair <laughs> enough. What else did you have on your farm? Like, did you have a big red barn? Like, was it a traditional we, type farm? We had a, we had a um, steel barn. Oh, okay. So it was like silver, steel. Uh, did you have a silo? You know how barns, a lot of barns have no, those silos? No. Silo is for corn. Okay. We had a cesspool, okay. uh, which we were told to stay away from. Because you can drown. Sure. And a lot of baby cats drowned okay. in it. Because uh, we had a couple of barn cats. And um, uh, my uncle mm-hmm. removed, paid a lot of money to have the cesspool removed. Okay. Because he thought it was dangerous. Fair. Let's stick away from dangerous and deathly things yeah. in this podcast and like just, just try to be more. All right. Because people are trying to. But my, I've lived life on the edge so often. Fair. Uh, we had 50 acres. Okay. Uh, we had a swamp in the middle of the 50 acres, and we had a forest. So we would build cross-country ski trails. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. What's that like, skiing in the country? Ski. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Through your forest? Yeah, it was great. Uh, we cro- we just did the loop many times, but also, from where I live, Pinehurst Ski, cross-country ski resort is up there. Oh, cool. So we would go there. Once you ski your own hills, you're like, I'm bored of this. But on the first day, when we moved to the farm, maybe you won't approve of this, Marco. No, I'll approve. Hopefully it doesn't involve death or it disaster. It does involve death. Oh, uh, I walked out to see the, uh, I know you've told me what not to do, and I'm doing it anyway. I am a rebel. Uh, I walked out to the forest to look to be, to go through the forest. I often sure. like to pretend, play the game. I am Maid Marian searching for my Robin Hood. Okay. And I found a large cow skull. Okay. And I thought, this is an omen. And also, I was in grade seven. I thought it was the coolest thing that ever. So I brought it into the barn. Cool. Because I wasn't allowed to bring it into the house. Sure. Most people don't want you to bring um, cow skulls into the house, I would imagine. But I thought it was so cool. And then we had Timothy hay that would grow very, very high. Is that a type of hay? It's a type of hay. Okay. And um, it would grow very high. It's great for feeding. We made a lot of money. So you would you would grow this hay, and then you would, uh, what do you call it when you bind a it? A farmer okay. would uh, bale it. Bale it, thank they you. They would come and they'd bale it, and we would try because you can't feed cows mm-hmm. uh, or horses Timothy hay. Oh, it's how for, come? So you can, I think you can feed... Horse, it's not nutritionally sound. I think you can feed, you use it for bedding, I think, if I'm not mistaken. So that's what that Timothy Hayes used for bedding? So we, I believe so. So we, but all I know for a fact is we would trade another farmer for baled, like square baled hay for our horses that the horses could eat. Sure. And he would take our big roll bale hays. The Timothy Hay, they roll it. In, yeah, so in, he comes uh, like in like a he cylinder, like a giant cylinder. Like a, yeah, super, uh, super big. Yeah, okay. so he would with a big tractor, and he would come every September, and do that, and then we would get our barn filled with, like something you'd see at a, not an amusement park, but at like a, 
farmer market kind of those bit, those tiny square bales okay. of hay. Cool. And uh, and then we'd feed the horses that we had at all. And did that's you, where the cats would live. Did you grow any crops? No. No pumpkins? No. Okay. No, it was all hay and swamp and hills. Okay. We tobogganed a lot on it. But I can remember on my 12th birthday. What are some tobogganing tips? Before we get to your 12th birthday, okay. what are some tobogganing tips you would give some of our international listeners okay. who've never tobogganed before? And if you're not familiar with tobogganing as a term, mm-hmm. some people call it sledding. Some people call it um, tubing. S- tubing. It depends what you use to yeah. go down Sliding. a s- uh, uh, snowed hill. So yeah. what are some tips you would give Here's some perspective tobogganers. Well, if you're going to toboggan where I lived mm-hmm. on the hill at my house, you will want to make sure the electrical fence is off. Okay, let's. <laughs> because we got hit a couple times. Is there anything we can talk about that isn't horrific with regards to tobogganing? Marco, some tips. why did you have me on the show? I only have fun, horrific All right, let's stories. go to your 12th birthday. Well, uh. <laughs> Uh, it's my 12th birthday. Mm-hmm. The Timothy Hay is above our heads. It's okay. very, very high. Sure. And I want to do something really cool. Great. And so I say, we have just moved to the farm. Let's run as fast as we can through the hay and just run into it, thinking it would be like in the movies. Okay. And so we're at the top of the hill, all of my friends. They're all nervous. They're 12. They might even be 11, haven't turned 12 yet. Okay. My birthday's in June, so it's just before the summer. And there's a very good chance, Marco, that I won't be friends with these people after the summer because we've moved from Cambridge to the farm. Okay. So we're all going to different schools. So it was one of those birthdays. And uh, And we're talking Cambridge, Ontario. Cambridge, Ontario. My birthday presents were heavily Rick Astley influenced okay. all his tapes. He's a, he was a big singer in the 80s with a deep voice. He was in case so people. amazing. Okay. And we run down the hill. And we're just going to run through this, this hay field, which I thought would probably be soft and fun. Like the Timothy uh, shampoo. Remember Timothy? Yes, of course. The shampoo commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh, and from the 80s, whatever happened to that product mm. anyway. And so we run, I run, and what... Are you uh, listening to Rick Astley at this point while you're running? No, because we're alone in the field. Okay. And there's no such thing as a PA system yet unless you're I in high school. I thought maybe a Walkman or like you were singing it to yourself perhaps. No. Yeah. Never gonna give you up. And so I run through the field, but Timothy Hay is not soft. And Timothy Hay has huge, big spiders this is with not, cobwebs. This is not what people who are trying to sleep want to hear. Have a nice sleep, everybody. <laughs> and I'm running, and I emerge. I'm in there because you've got momentum because of the hill. <laughs> and I emerge from the field of hay <laughs> naked <laughs> because <laughs> there is spider webs all over me. <laughs> And that was the highlight for everybody else but me. Wait a minute. So you removed your clothes as you were going through the As hay? I was because I couldn't get these spiders off fast enough. And I thought, spiders don't stick to naked skin. <laughs> and the tiny amount of pubic hair I had. 
All right, let's go to <laughs> let's go somewhere else. Okay, let's Thank find you. another story that I can <laughs> find out. You said your birthday is in June. It sure is, June twelfth. What is your birthstone? Mm, amethyst, I think. Amethyst? Yeah. Is it June? I don't know. Oh, okay. I, thought... I think it's amethyst. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's amethyst. Okay. Get out your phone and check that. I'll, t- I'll check that. But in the meantime, do you like amethyst? Yeah. One time. Okay. No, I was just going to tell a fake story. No, about no. Tell how me it about. Killed me. Tell me about. Your... I like amethyst. What's your favorite gemstone? Oh. How about that? Oh, they're so. I love. Um, I love raw ruby. I think it's. So different than the actual ruby. So, what do you mean by raw? It's just ruby. raw. It's like un. When you just pull it from the ground, so it and it's not expensive. You can yet. you can oh you can get a piece of raw ruby for like six bucks. Um, and it's kind of like deep dark earth red, and it's just this beautiful stone. And I love. I love um, apophyllite. I love. What else do I love? I really am into blue appetite right now. Okay. It's so deeply blue. You know what? It's not even the crystals that I love. It's the color. You give me a deep, deep purple, like charolite. It has such a deep... It's from Russia. Okay. It's such a deep purple and black. I love the color combination of purple and black. So where does one get this Russian... Gemstone is it expensive? Charolite. Charolite. a little bit more expensive than most. I find like you can just buy the tumbled stone at a rock shop somewhere. Um, okay, just an update on June's birthstone. I just randomly went to one website and it says June is one of the only two months that has three birthstones hmm. associated with it, giving uh, the lucky people born in June a choice of gemstones between pearl. Mm-hmm. I was going to say pearl. Alexandrite and Moonstone. Not one amethyst. No, I think that's February. I'm trying to look. What's very interesting Mm -hmm. is Moonstone and Pearl are very similar. Really? How Mm -hmm. so? Because Pearl is made by an oyster and Moonstone is made by By the the moon. moon. (laughs) Uh, They look very similar. You, I made a bracelet once because I make chakra bracelets right. of pearl and moonstone. And if it weren't for the different shape, they just have the a beautiful luster. If someone wants to buy one of your bracelets. They really have to come to my house because they're okay. not. I haven't decided if I'm going to put them on Yitzi. Okay, not fair Yitzy, enough. Etsy. Etsy. But you pronounce it Yitzi. It's a lot of work. Okay, fair enough. But anyway, so you were saying... Yeah, amethyst is February's birthstone. That's weird. Well, it is. I got an angel from my grandfather, mm-hmm. um, and it was purple, amethyst, and it was my birth month. Okay. Let me tell you the birthstones for each month, and you give me something you know about that stone. Oh, Okay, is that fair? Game. Okay. January. Well, yeah. Garnet. Oh, garnet's beautiful. It's a lot like ruby. Okay. Darker, more black in it. Raw garnet is beautiful. It's very grounding. Okay. And then if you polish up garnet and you put it in a bracelet, it's like this deep, beautiful red. I love, but the garnet stone, 
You can't find it in six inch. It's always in seven. Okay, let's go to February's birthstone. Amethyst. Amethyst. Do not keep amethyst in a window. It will fade. Okay, good tip. March. Aquamarine. Aquamarine. Beautiful color stone. Uh, very expensive to buy in bead form. Um, but it's a great for your throat chakra. And it's it's stunning. It's a stunning stone. April's birthstone. Diamond. Uh, there's the Herkima diamond, which is about personal growth, but diamonds I find are, they're so misunderstood, right? Like they're the same as any other stone, except for we've over processed them and made them into a wedding stone, right? Fair so. enough. May, the emerald. Oh, beautiful. The raw emerald is unassuming. I'll tell you that. And it, once again, it's cheaper than a fine cut emerald. Is that fair? Oh my so? God. Okay. Uh, you can buy a raw emerald for $4. Well, back in the day. The truth is I already have enough, so I don't know today's prices. Okay. But a raw emerald has like black, again, has like some black and green in it, and it's just gorgeous. June, we have the pearl Mm -hmm. and the moonstone, which Mm -hmm. we talked about a bit. What about alexandrite? Alexandrite is great. It's blue. It's, well, it's got blue or green. You can find it different. I don't have a lot. What's ironic about it? I don't have a lot of Alexandrite. Oh, well, there you go. If you're listening to this podcast and you're friends with Natasha Boomer and you're like, what should I get her? Maybe some Alexandrite. Yeah, but you know what? Don't. Okay. Because I'll just be upset with your choice. Fair enough. July, Ruby. Oh, yeah. Like I already talked about raw Ruby. It's beautiful. August. I don't know if I'm saying this right. Peridot? Yeah, Peridot. Or Peridot. I was going to say Peridot. I used to be obsessed with Peridot. It's a great heart chakra. It's tiny, tiny. And for years, you couldn't find it in raw form. It's uh, so you won't find a big piece of it ever. You will only find a tiny little pieces of it. I love it. I love Peridot. September, Sapphire. Sapphire. I have one piece of raw Sapphire. It looks like a rock. I've lost it with all my other rocks. Um, Sapphire, I think, is over, over-exaggerated. Okay. October, Opal. Yeah, opal, very, very similar to pearl. Opal uh, is almost impossible to find pure. It's all fake, I find. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, you can find it, but it's looks like it's so easy to fake. What do they fake it with? Uh, well, just like glass or plastic. Okay, so or, buyer beware. Yeah. November, topaz slash or citrine. Yeah, topaz and citrine, they're both, uh, they can be both yellow. But like, here's the thing to understand about amethyst and citrine. Often a lot of citrine that you buy in the stores, if you buy the jagged raw rocks, yeah. it's amethyst okay. and it's fire treated. Real citrine, real yellow citrine is rare, beyond rare, right? And so it's usually fire um, fire-treated amethyst. Okay. It's of the same family. But topaz, I have a lemon topaz from um, India. Oh, it's beautiful. Cool. Last but not least, my birth month, December, is turquoise, tanzanite, and zircon. Yes. I don't know anything about zircon, to okay. be Fair enough. honest with you. What about turquoise? Turquoise, mm-hmm. love Raw turquoise, one of my favorite pieces I have. It looks like it's the shape of a womb. I love it. Um, turquoise is great for your throat chakra. There you go. Uh, and then tanzanite. Tanzanite? tanzanite? Yeah, very rare. It's hard mm-hmm. to find. Yeah. If you're going to go into a rock shop and be like, I want a piece of tumbled tanzanite, good luck. luck. 
yeah, I can only find, even when making bracelets, I can't find pure tanzanine, and I can only find the chipped, and you never know if those are fake or not. Tanzanite. Tanzanite. Well, you love turquoise, and I loved having you as my guest. Natasha, I would love to have you back for some Christmas episodes, Christmas on the farm, Perhaps, but I'm scared that it, I'm worried it might be horrific, a horrific no. episode. Okay, we'll do Christmas, Christmas on the farm is hayrides. Okay, because we did bonfires. it. We did it last year with uh, Liz McEachran, and we talked about Christmas on the farm. So I'd love to have Christmas on the farm with you. So that'll okay. be an upcoming episode. Listener, beware, because it is Natasha Boomer, and she tends to veer into a bit of the dark, scary side. I love you, Natasha Boomer. I love you, Thank you so much for coming on this show. Thank you. I had a great time. Me too. Uh, If you did enjoy this uh, podcast episode, please send us an Instagram or Twitter response. We'd love to hear it. I'll pass it on to Natasha. And if you're still up, we hope you have a great evening, great day, great afternoon. Good night. Good night.